The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot at the United States Heavyweight Let's hear it. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned a title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. Great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, at 50 pounds Who difference. are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about, the, how about hypnosis? Let's get thrown Psychosis? Psychosis? Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to episode 182 of the WrestleCast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my SmackDown Matters correspondent, Miss Didi Jonet. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. How are you? I am wonderful. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. And we're joined once again this week by our Rawcast correspondent, Mr. Samuel Kalunga. How's it going, everybody? Uh, we're doing good. Hope you are. Yeah, well, I have to watch Raw, so I'm not that well. <laughs> And back this week on Color Commentary, it's none other than Magnum Prime, Greg himself. What's going on, Greg? What's up? Just getting in what I fit in. <laughs> Making your reappearance like uh, Booker T this week, taking over for Coach. Hey, the check, it cleared. <laughs> <laughs> is, he still, is he still running for mayor of Houston? I'm pretty sure he is. I'm pretty sure he is. He could win. I think so. I think so. You had to have Mattress Mac endorse him, though. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Can't get nothing done in Houston without Mattress Mac. Exactly. Yeah. That's a real person? It is yes. a real person. He came wow. through during the hurricane. Gallery furniture. Yeah. So His name is Mac, and he had a mattress. <laughs> he, had a, he had a gang of mattresses. He had a gang oh, of mattresses. multiple mattresses. Oh. You see how he gets down, TV? I mean, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at all. The Godfather would be proud. <laughs> The WrestleCast is being brought to you by the CSPN. You can follow, follow us and find us on the net at www.cspn.us. You can follow us on Twitter at The WrestleCast. You can also listen to us through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitch Radio, and Google Play. So we're going to do something a little bit different this week. We're going to start with who you got as the greatest Royal Rumble will be taking place in Saudi Arabia this Friday, or as you listen to this presently, it might be going on now. Um, it starts at noon on Friday. It's probably going to last five to six hours, depending on, you know, Vince's timing of the program. So use the hashtag RumbleCast the Great, D-A, Great. Um, whenever you watch it, there won't be a scheduled time to watch it because it's going to be hard to keep people, you know, spoiler free for eight hours or something. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure you'll be getting spoiled on your phones. So just whenever you watch it and you want to comment, just use the hashtag rumblecast the great. So Miss D.D. Jonet, you got your pencil sharpened, your pen ready, paper out. You got to crunch the numbers. Listen, I don't mean to distract you all from the things that matter, but you should be watching Skin Tight. It sounds it sounds racy. What, what is it? No, 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 no. It's the after effects. 
of once you lose weight and once you're on my 600 pound life. Oh, oh. And you've got 50 pounds worth of skin hanging off your newly slim body. There's surgery for that. Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, okay. It's a TV show about the surgery uh, where they yank all your skin off. It's amazing. I've seen a YouTube video about a dude that lost like a ton of weight and that happened to him. And he yeah. had that, he got that surgery. It's the coolest. I'm sorry. Y'all know I'm creepy. I like fat people shows. I like hoarders. I like skin tight. I like things that make me feel good about myself. So I watch <laughs> hoarders. <laughs> Self care. Yeah. Ever look around and be like, damn, I need to clean my house. And then you watch hoarders and you're like, I can wait a day. It's all right. See, that used to happen to me because I was like, Man, this house is kind of messy. Then I watched that. I'm like, yeah, it's nowhere near that. Right. It's like, I'm good. Really, we should be like, let me clean up so I don't end up like that. But, you know, it's in your spirit. But, yes, I'm ready. Whom's you got? Yes. Whom's you got? Whom's you got? So, we're going to start out with the Cruiserweight Championship match as Cedric Alexander will be defending his title for the first time versus Kalisto. So, Ooh. Miss Didi name. who you got? Everybody black. <laughs> All right. Good answer. Good answer. G <laughs> Money, who you got? Champ retains. All right. Samuel Kalunga. See, I don't know how they feel about uh, white folks up there. Yeah. So, <laughs> I thought about that. They, they might, <laughs> Truly, they might, I did. They might think Kalisto is one of them just because he has a funny brown. name. And, and he has, <laughs> yeah, he's brown and he has a mask on. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I want to say Cedric, but you never know. You got to pick somebody. So are you somebody. saying Cedric? <laughs> I said Cedric, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, make it a clean sweep. I'm going to go with Cedric as well. Okay. Next up, Raw Tag Team Championship match as we have The Bar versus Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. Sam, who you got? Uh, Hardy and Wyatt. Okay. G-Money? Hardy and Wyatt. All right. Miss Didi Jonay? Sure. Hardy and Wyatt. And clean sweep again, Hardy and White. Although, although you know how WWE works, and you know the bar has been taking all those L's lately, so you know they might come out of nowhere and yeah. Unless they're on Roman's schedule, everybody loses all the time. Next up, Roman's like, "What is a win?" Okay. <laughs> SmackDown Tag Team Championship match: The Bludgeon Brothers versus the <laughs> Usos. The Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> G Money, who you got? Champions retain. All right. Miss Didi Jeanette? I have the Usos. Everybody black, damn it. <laughs> All right. Blackish. <laughs> they black enough. Okay. Just be like, you got to relax on your hair. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Usos. I'm going to start with Miss Didi Jeanette. <laughs> All right. United States Championship match. We have Jeff Hardy versus Jinder Mahal. Miss Didi Jeanette, who you got? Everybody black. Oh, Jinder Mahal. Okay. Yes. All right. I also have Jinder Mahal. Okay. Greg? Jinder. All right. I'm going to go with Jinder Mahal as well. <laughs> this is going to be a very, very interesting <laughs> game of who you got. He's also at the bar. He's been taking the mails too. The Undertaker versus Rusev in a casket match. Sam, who you got? This is a tough one. Come back to me. <laughs> okay. Greg, who you got? I'm going to say the guy with a fake hip or hips. New <laughs> hips, not fake. Oh, well, I'm, that's that's true. They take, they, they remove someone else's hips and give them the hips. Miss Didi Jeanne, who you got? Um, I also have Undertaker. Okay. Sam, you made a decision. Well, I, figured, I figured it out. This is a, a, 
a show where they want to please the crowd. And well, these people, these people came to see the Undertaker. So, Undertaker. All right, Undertaker. Undertaker for me as well. Uh, here's going to be the stretch that will actually decide who's going to win this: John Cena versus Triple H. Great. Who you got? Whew. Uh, I'm going with Cena. All right, Sam. Who you got? Crowd pleasing Cena. Okay, Miss Didi Jeanne. I'm never picking Cena. Yep. But yes, I do think he's going to win. But I'm still picking Triple H. This is basically like a huge house show. I don't yeah. care. No, no, I'm see, that's why that's what I'm John saying. Cena. That's what I'm saying. He's going to win because no, I believe you. I agree. It. It's <laughs> there's principalities shows. involved. Yeah. I'm not picking John Cena. It's like when um, what's his name was around Ryback. I'm not picking. <laughs> it's not happening. But I believe I, you. I forgot about picking. your your love for Ryback. I didn't, and it's not love. <laughs> I'm going to go with Triple H. Thank you. What? Yeah, I think Triple H might not do the job. Cena's been putting everybody over here lately. Mm. Yeah, he's been putting over the Undertaker. He put over. He's gonna. He's gonna put over Nikki Bella's lawyer. <laughs> oh. We have intercontinental. Oh, what if she interferes? That would be petty. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, yeah, the women aren't going. The women yeah, aren't going. she's she's going. banned oh. from she's banned from ringside as a countrywide oh. stipulation. Oh, that would be too banned big. from the country. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What if she comes out in a hijab, though? Oh, even better. I'm messy. Let me stop. Intercontinental Championship ladder match. Miz. Seth Rollins, The Miz, Finn Balor, and Samoa Joe. Mm. Rollins, Finn, who? Joe. And The Miz. Miz. Yes, ma'am. Yikes. Who'd you say, Samuel? I said The Miz. Are you going to go with the opposite of what I say? No, I'm putting okay. your. Listen, I think it's the Miz just because, like, when he had the title, it, it was, it was a, it was a good run that he had. Right. You mean it was awesome? Yeah, it was awesome. There you go, Greg. Who you got? Uh, I'm going with Rollins because the Miz is on. Uh, he's on SmackDown now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you're in the U.S., you'll be on Raw. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, right. I'm, I'm going with Rollins though. Okay, Miss Didi Jone. I'll go with Finn. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to go. Everybody gets a swerve. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to go know. with uh I'm going to go with Seth Rollins. I think they No, gonna... you lose or pick Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're going to keep the title on him. Okay, Rollins. It was coming out so evenly. WWE Championship match. AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Didi Jonay, who you got? I have Shinsuke. Okay. G Money? I would like to go Nakamura, but I'm, I'm going to go with Styles. All right. Sam? Huh. Let's see. I'm going to go with Nakamura. All right. I'm going to go with Nakamura as well. What? That means AJ Gallman. Sam. <laughs> Done. Okay. Got it. Universal Championship match in a steel cage. We have Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Great. Who you got? New champ. Oh, okay. Miss Didi Jone? Um, I don't know. I guess. Roman. All right. I'm not picking the little albino gorilla. <laughs> Rampage. 
It's very bad. You can't tell me you haven't seen the resemblance. God. Yeah. Sam? Uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan catches in his title shot that he was owed for winning the first Royal Rumble. What? Wow. Deep cut. Hacksaw Jim Duggan (laughs) never got his title shot for winning the first Royal Rumble. Uh, I think a little stop by the police, but the Iron Sheep might have something to do with that. (laughs) No, I'm picking Roman. All right. I'm going to go with the same song, same verse as the last. Brock Lesnar. No need why Roman should win now. Shit, he's been getting his ass beat at every other place. I know, but he looks a little Middle Eastern, so you know. It's just, it's just like WWE to like to to give you a title change on a Saturday on a Friday afternoon. Exactly. And then, do we know how long he signed? Have they released that information yet? Nope. All you know, know is that talking. he's resigned for like yeah. maybe like one or two more extra dates, and he's got a UFC option to fight like two fights or something. See, because like if they tell you the date that he's leaving. We're all gonna know, and we're all gonna know when he's gonna lose his, his whatever. Exactly. And then finally, the fifty-man greatest Royal Rumble. Mark Henry has been added to the match this week. Big Show is gonna be in there. Chris yeah. Jericho, Rey Mysterio. They need bodies. Um, that's kind of the old nostalgia guys that I've heard in the last few days, kind of confirmed. We're gonna be very disappointed if Dwayne the Clown isn't there. There might be multiple doors. Because for years, he was the one that every year he came out. And you know, every year I was a little disgusted. But you who, know, who, who, would be, who would be doing the clown? James Ellsworth. Zach Ryder. Oh, James oh, Ellsworth's probably going to be there. Clowny motherfucker anyway. Brooklyn Brawler did it for a while. Oh, yeah. A couple shows. Remember that time that Jericho dressed up as Doink the Clown? I don't remember that. I must have been there. He did it to attack somebody. He dressed up as Doink and somebody else. That sounds familiar. So does anybody have a, a pick that they want to throw out there for the for the winner of the Battle Royal? Braun. Good answer. I think everybody's Brian picking. I think everybody's picking Braun. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Is that what you, is that really what y'all are doing with? Yes, that's what I'm thinking. That's I'm gonna go ahead, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say Braun, but I'd really like Bobby to get Bobby Lashley to get a Bobby Lashley. Okay. Yeah. So for fun Pick a number between one and fifty, and that'll get you. Let's not be dramatic. That'll give you two bonus points. All right, ladies first. Oh, you didn't pick. Oh well, yeah, you go first because we all pick Bronto. Uh, oh, see, it's not fair because you know the number. I know what number. Your number between zero and fifty. My number, but I don't know the number of the winner. Yeah. Oh, that's no, 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 no. This is just the number of the winner. Oh, okay, I got you. Um. <laughs> I'm going to go with 17. Okay. Remember, this is out of 50. Yeah, no, that did, that did seem kind of low, didn't it? Yeah. You want to rethink that? Nope. Okay. Damn it. Greg? 44. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Samuel? I'm going to go 38. 38. My original intention was to go 27, which also seems low, but I'll stick with it. All right. Well, we're very far apart. I'll give us a forty-eight, a four-point window. Okay. So if it's anywhere in between four below and four above the number we pick, we get the points. Yay! So there you have it. The preview for the greatest Royal Rumble this Friday in Saudi Arabia. Is there a particular match that anybody's looking forward to? 
Um, are there going to be what? I mean, you told us all the matches already, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, the ladder match sounds interesting, but yeah, it's definitely the ladder match because Spin and Rollins are going to fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, I think the ladder match it was the match I'm looking forward to as well. I think it was supposed to be like seven people at first when they first announced the event, but they pared it down to four. So I really kind of think that's for the best. It gets to be too much. Got four people, got a fat man, <laughs> got CrossFit Jesus, got a demon king. Oh, what if he's the demon king? I don't know if the, the religion will allow. Yeah, uh, X-Nay uh, on the, the demon. <laughs> you they don't get to have no fun in Saudi Arabia <laughs> shit. Say, you got to remember, we're dealing with a whole different set of customs. They don't even watch stuff. movies over there in theaters. I know. Yeah, Black they Panther. They don't have theaters. Black Panther. <laughs> well, th- this is yeah, the, Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. This is it the was initiative. The first one in years. Yeah, this is the initiative. Has it already happened already? Or, or but yeah. listen, yeah, it happened a couple somebody, weeks ago. Somebody who's like a conspiracy theorist was like, "This is why they want you to want you to watch Black Panther." They were like, "A young king from a monarchy," and I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck!" It's not as, it's not as altruistic as it seems. Oh, well. But yeah, so um, the new king is supposed to be trying to open up the country and, and you know lessen T'Challa. some of the restrictions and things like open that. Well, it's <laughs> yeah, and bring more entertainment and and hopefully soon more equality to the country. So good luck with that over there in Saudi yeah, Arabia. Yeah, sounds great. All right. Anyway, just remind. Wait, could I? Oh, could yes. I just one last thing. Yes, sir. I mean, uh, any predictions on how long that casket match is going to be? Three minutes. <laughs> no. Yeah. Three minutes. You'll hear the gong. Undertaker appears. Rusev is so scared. He jumps in the casket himself and wheels himself down the ramp. I mean, so three minutes, that's counting the intro, right? Mm-hmm. No, the oh, intro is God. 10 minutes. That's Plus the, a Rusev Day song. It takes him 10 minutes to come down. Rusev <laughs> might come down in a tank, so you never know. Uh, it's going to be like probably like nine minutes bell to bell from the time the music starts until the music ends. Okay. But yeah, it, it, it ain't going to be long because Undertaker don't get paid by the moves anymore. All right, Sam, if you want to lead us into our raw report. Right. Oh, I thought you could say lead us into a word of prayer. I don't think he's going to you for that. Yeah. I get struck down. That's what I'm going to get. Uh, so like when I did these raw notes, they were in a regular font. Now when I pull them up from Dropbox, they're all bold, and it's really messing with my eyes. For your visuals, sake. Like, yeah, because they know I'm an old person, so they're like, let me help you out. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, if I was an asshole, I would say the Raw roster came down for a 20-minute promo, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, the Raw uh, roster uh, comes uh. down for a 10-bill salute for Bruno San Martino. Thank you. Show a video package for Bruno. Uh, next, Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman, they come out to cut a boring 20-minute promo. Uh, Roman <laughs> Reigns comes down and stares down Brock. Uh, Roman just says he's going home with the title. Uh, looks like Greg is leaving. All right. So yeah, he said, and that's pretty much it. There's no pull apart. There's no nothing. He just goes and leaves and drops the mic and takes off. That's for the best. He's taking enough ass weapons. Yeah, they've already had too many of them pull apart. It's kind of like yeah. So the Drifter versus Bobby Roode. Uh, they he, wrestle their match. He interrupted his performance. How rude! Elias, I, I don't give a shit. Elias wins. Uh. Matt Hardy appears on the Titantron and cuts a weird promo. Bray Wyatt joins him as well. The Ascension versus Matt and Bray. And I just like just like Zack Ryder, I forgot the Ascension was still signed. And uh, what did what for a minute it took me a while to figure out what that was on Connor's mouth. I thought he had a chocolate cake. Back in what catering. is it? 
What was he didn't it? have napkins. It's like it's like a drawing of like his mouth is closed or sewn shut. Oh. But it looked hmm. like he had chocolate cake and catering, and they didn't have napkins. Uh, Matt and yeah, Bray make sure work with the, the jobbers. Uh, Cammy comes down for their first episode of the Cammy Show. They say they are filling the void for the Departed News. <laughs> Did you see their set? Did you what what the pictures were? Iconic. Yeah, where they were dragging away Daniel Bryan and then Kevin Owens <laughs> kicking Shaggy Man in the head. <laughs> but that was beautiful. Uh, they say they're going to win the Greatest Royal Rumble on Friday. Their first guest is Kurt Angle. They've been Kurt here, but it's <laughs> nothing but the finest. Raggedy launch here. <laughs> uh, they talk smack to the guy. Angers Kurt. Kurt makes a match for the night. Me, Cammy versus Bobby and Bronny. Uh, the Mistrage is in the locker room. They want to form a new shield with Seth Rollins. Rollins says no and walks off. Titus Worldwide versus Dolphin Drew. Dolph is a joke. Uh, Cole, make sure to let us know that this is a better and more polished Drew. That time on the Indies really helped. They defeat Titus. Drew cuts a great promo. And Dolph changes colors in the middle of the promo. See, he went to like a bright red. That's because he'd be always screaming on top of his lungs. <laughs> like an infant crying. I was like, dude, he's like turning redder and redder. So, uh, I, see, I'm, now I'm mad that Greg's not here because he would have he loved this one. Backstage, Kurt Angle is talking to Evan Courageous. Evan Courageous is back in the WWE after not being having been seen since the invasion. Don't be besmirching Chad Gable's good name. Wait, oh, wait, that was that was Chad Gable. Oh, sorry. Nothing so gender interrupts. Evan Courageous wishes that he had half the ability that Chad Gable does. I was just going by aesthetics, especially how he has his hair now. So Ginger interrupts and complains. Ginger calls a uh, the fuck. Oh, he okay. Now I know what I wrote. Ginger calls Chad Nicholas and says he's been working out. That is, it's his past his bedtime. So then they set up the match. Jinder Mahal versus Chad Gable. The same brother, this, this, not only one same brother, distracts Chad while he's on the steps. Jinder runs over and shoves him off. That was great. Uh, towards the end of the match, Jinder puts him in his move. Gable maneuvers and gets Jinder on his shoulder for the one, two, three. Uh, this is the same finish as Austin and Hart. Oh, Steve Austin and Bret Hart at Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where he pushed off the turnbuckle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Renee Young interviews the Riot Squad. Ruby said her attack last week was a last week was a message to the Raw Women's Division. Joey Samoe cuts a selfie promo, talking more smack about Roman Reigns. Even when he's on another show, he still manages to find a way to be smart the, the young man. Mr. Raj is in the locker room with Finn. They want to form a new club. What do they call it? The Braxel Club. The Braxel Club. And they try to two sweet him, but he puts their hand down and leaves. Now, you know, now is the perfect time for the return of Miss Dow, because then the Mr. Raj won't recognize the difference. I would love that. Right. It's great. Oh my god, Sandow was iconic. They didn't do enough with him. Yeah, they kind of, they kind of just threw him out there, just like, okay, you're done. I don't think they knew what to do with him because he could do so much stuff. I liked his original gimmick. That I really, really enjoyed that. The genius with the bathrobe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. How he held, <laughs> he would hold the microphone like a wine glass. <laughs> All right, so Cammy versus Bobby and Bronny. They wrestle. You know, seeing Braun reach out for the babyface tag. And he just had me dying. Did you see this? How he was like, "Come on, tag me, baby, tag me, tag me." <laughs> that was great. Like, it was just it's amazing. Just the highlight Bron of needs, the night. Yeah, Braun needs a title run. I don't care. So Bronny eventually hits, agree. Him, hits a running powerbomb on Sammy, and that's pretty much all she wrote. Oh, hold Bobby on. Still looks, hold on no. he, still looks really good. He wiped out Kevin Owens though. <laughs> he, going and coming. <laughs> Most of this is on fast forward for me, so. Oh man, that was great! Kevin Owens is spinning around like a top. Really, I must have missed that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, it was great. It was a good time. Okay, um... so no way, Jose versus Boring Corbin. 
Jose no, comes out with his conga line. Okay. Suddenly, I get very drowsy, like someone put sleeping gas in the vents here. I had to lay down you for a second. You don't like a good time. Then I realized what it was. It was Baron Corbin was on my TV screen. He says he will not partake in Jose's shenanigans, and he will not allow the conga line to jump in from behind. He says, no way, Jose, and then leaves. And so Jose's like, hey, you know, I can't let him have a good time. So he starts the conga line back up. Conga line leaves up the ramp. Jose's still dancing on the stage, and Corbin attacks him from behind and beats him up. We should mention that when he was on the stage, he said his idea of a good time was ruining everybody else's good time. Ah. And I and I laughed and clapped my hands like the dude from coming to America. Like, oh, that was good. That was so good. He attacked him from behind because I thought he was gonna just let him be. He's like, no, no happiness for you. So Alexa Bliss does a PSA, a moment of bliss. Talks about not letting anyone bully you. She tells the story of being up with Naya and how she wanted to give a homeless lady part of her burrito bowl. But the evil Naya, what are you doing? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm hungry. Evil, My right? bad. Maybe, maybe you should. Maybe Alexa should give you her burrito bowl. The evil Anaya. Yeah. I don't eat. Food. I don't. I don't eat after white women in Trump's America. <laughs> but the evil Anaya took the food and gobbled it up herself while laughing. She pleads with the other girls on the roster to not be silent accomplices to the bully known as Naya Jax. This was so that fucking gold. Your moment of bliss. Oh, this was, was amazing. This was, oh my gosh, this was so good. She could do this like every other week or like every, like the beginning of every program. She could have like something like this. Of a it few. does make me wonder why they didn't do this before. It's. I don't think they're creative enough to come up with new ones every week though. But just the Not idea of a week. moment of bliss is like, they really should have came up with that a long time ago. Not every week, but like at least once during every feud. You know what I'm saying? So she could like pick something about the, her opponent. Right. Yeah, this was the, this was well done. All right, so Finn Balor and Seth Rollins against the Miz Taraj. And uh, you want to guess who wins? Huh? Do you? Do you? You know who wins? The Miz Taraj. Yeah. No. Okay. No, it was Finn and Seth. That's really all you needed to know. That's a good guess, though, Didi. I applaud you for your guess. Thank you. I thought so too. So, Don, did you notice the uh, the girl in the conga line? In the red. Yeah. Yes. So I think I might have figured out who it is, even though she, I mean. The, have you read anything? Have you read any rumbling? No, I don't know. I, I, I know that she was in the front and she was in the red, so she kind of stood out, but I, I didn't know if she was anybody or, or not. I wasn't the only thing that stood out. Come on. <laughs> I, I think it's the girl from Fox Sports. I forgot which Fox Sports. She, she's in a Fox Sports show. Her name is Jimena Sanchez. I think that's her with the wig on. Um... But I could be wrong. Although she did mention, like on her Twitter, like why did nobody, why is nobody gift her with with Jose? Oh, hmm. So maybe I mean, you can go and like do the comparison. I don't know, but that's who I think it is. Okay, you can look her up on the on the Instagrams and on the Twitter Twitter machine. Samuel, the head investigator of Creepcast CSI. Hey man, I had to. I I, I searched high and low. Everybody asks who it is, but nobody knows who it is. The rest of them are like local guys. I think one of them, I think the other girl, the blonde, the other, the uh, the white girl, I think she was one of Naya's jobbers. Mm. Better name though. But, um, so the Riot Squad and Alexa and Mickey versus Bailey, Sasha, Ember Moon, Maddie, and Naya's next. So before the match, the baby faces cut promos on the heels. Bailey and Sasha just kind of glare at each other and move on. The match happens. Apparently, they picked on Natty at some point, and then Rhonda comes out to help her buddy out. Uh, Mickey baseball slides Rhonda. Rhonda gets in the ring. 
tosses Mickey and puts her in the armbar. They have calls for the bill, and we get a DQ. <laughs> was that a funny visual when she did that, Katie? No. I it wasn't was hilarious. That she... I, th- I laughed. I, it was just I, out of nowhere. It wasn't. I think because you fast-forwarded your levels. No, I stopped at that point. I was like, okay, she's right there. It looked like she was waiting for it, but still, at the same time, it's just kind of like, boom. Well, you know, anytime you turn your back on somebody, it looks pretty obvious. Especially, like, how long she stood there and how long she kept looking at the ring. She still needs to work on stuff like that. The little, the little things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and that is your Monday Night Raw. Uh, Sour Patch rating? Yeah, I'll give this one about a six. Okay, six out of ten. Missy Dijonet? Um, how many sheets? One. <laughs> um, I don't remember it, so it couldn't have been that good. I'm gonna give this one uh five. I thought it dragged a little bit. It took like it seemed like it took forever for the first hour and a half to go by. The Alexa Bliss and Sami Zayn things were probably the two most, and then Braun Strowman trucking Kevin Owens, like the three most memorable things on this whole show. So. There were things about it that made me laugh, so that's why I gave it a six. All right. So at this point, we're going to turn it over to Miss Didi Jonet for our SmackDown Matters report. I'm just telling you, you guys, there's nothing better than an arm lift. Oh, my God. Surgery is too bomb. Anyway, SmackDown was in Louisville, Kentucky. It starts off with Miss TV. Miss proclaims that SmackDown is the A show now that he's back, and he plans to win the AC title, IC title on Friday. Uh, now a moment everyone has been waiting for. He brings out Daniel Bryan. He says that Daniel Bryan carries the grudge from the Talking Smack days when he spit that hot fire. And he says that Talking Smack was canceled because the Miz went to Raw. He then uses his daughter, knows that he wants to be a better man, and hopes the same for Daniel when he had Birdie. So maybe they don't share the same bond. And he discusses how much they are alike. If Bryan wants to come out and punch him in the face, that's cool. But instead of Daniel Bryan, out comes Big Cass. He's wearing a spiffy suit. My notes say he's corporate Cass. Miz is puzzled by his appearance, and Cass says that he has no regret or regrets. No regrets. No regrets. You need a Snickers, you? <laughs> Surely, because that ain't what it says at all. He says he has no guests <laughs> for his show. I've been drinking, I'm sorry. And he tells Miz to interview him instead. Cass says no one cares about Daniel Bryan, and he also had an injury, but when he got cleared... All anybody could talk about was Daniel Bryan and not him. He calls Daniel Bryan an ordinary little man. He says it's, it isn't it's about funny. Miz. Sorry, Didi, but it's, it's funny mm-hmm. how he's mentioning that. He's, he, he's been held down by that little man. Obviously, not talking about Daniel Bryan. Oh. Oh, it works on two levels. Yeah. Ooh, that's good right in there. Because you see, Smackdown. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> he says it isn't about Miz. Miz run, runs down his accomplishments and Cass starts to shut him up. He says Daniel should be working for him. And he mocks Daniel Bryan's promos about accomplishing his dreams, which Cass calls unattainable. He was small, pathetic, and weak, just like Daniel Bryan. And so he was 16. And then he grew to be seven feet tall. And, and you everybody can't in the crowd goes, teach that. Because they still remember. God bless him. He then beat everyone down who caused him pain. He despises Daniel Bryan. He didn't have to work the Indies and bingo halls or go to Japan. Because he's tall and good looking. He said he is money but lives under Daniel Bryan's shadow. He will send Daniel Bryan back to the shelf where he belongs. And that is when we see Daniel Bryan laid out backstage. How do we feel? How did we like it? He's going to have to go borrow Bo Dallas's black glove. He's going to come out there with his fist up like Diesel from back in the day. <laughs> but I, I thought, thought he did good. This was entertaining. Yeah. Mm. 
It was long. It was like, good God, they letting Cass get all the time on the mic. Is is this his first time back? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, he came back last week, but this but, is his first time really talking. Oh, okay. I like the, I like the the suit. It's a nice touch. Wow. What about you, How did he lose all that weight and he still look all lumpy and shit? I'm sorry. Focus, Focus, Focus. We gotta put blinders on you like a horse. It's like if the bitch I lost weight and ended up looking like Big Cass but still had the skin hanging off. It's crazy. You can use it as a weapon like Pinky Blair. Nobody talks about that part. They be moving it around like silly petty. That shit is crazy. I'm sorry. What was the question? Uh, what did you feel about the Big Cass segment, <laughs> ma'am? I didn't see it because the Metro was some bullshit. Uh-oh. The bus was supposed to come and never came. I didn't get home until eight thirty, so I missed all the good stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna, give, okay. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give you my Hulu password so you can watch, you can watch it on Hulu. Oh, you mean like in the car? Whatever. I wouldn't yeah. have done that because it was raining and I had to wash my natural hairs and make sure I didn't get an afro in the middle. Well, it, it's not it live. It's a like lot. a day it later. It was so involved. Oh no, I'll see it eventually. Oh, that's fine. It's just it's so involved trying to keep my natural hair straight. They want to be kinky, like if all of it. Let me stop. Um. Okay. That's enough out of you. Yeah, Oscar and Becky had a match against Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. What is she drinking tonight? <laughs> it's just wine. <laughs> it's just white wine. Oscar got the hot tag and runs wild. She puts the ankle lock on Peyton. Becky takes out Billy Kay and Oscar hits a German and hip attack on Peyton. Becky and Oscar work double teams. Lynch gets run into Oscar and Royce cuts Becky off and runs her into the post. Peyton gets the roll up with her feet on the ropes. And gets the win for the Iconics. She's a cheating asshole. Heal life, yes. Well, you know. You gotta do what you gotta do. Y'all know how I feel about Peyton. So as long as she's winning, <gasps> I feel oh, good. So who's the, the big bitch with the flaps? Becky. So, you oh, know okay. it was well, of course. I was gonna you say like, it was it's, it's the dumb one. Yeah. I didn't even see it and I know it was Becky. <laughs> <laughs> I was just making sure. Just making sure. Please. I know Oscar lost her winning streak, but let's not go too far. Uh, Renee has a talk with AJ, who reveals that Nakamura and Rusev Day will face AJ and the Good Brothers. There's a video package on Andrade Almas and Zelina Vega. That's when I came home, so I saw that. Uh, the Usos meet about Raul, the Rowan. Rowan and Harper. Oh my god, this was so awful. I thought and... it was good. No, Naomi's acting just beat me. want to die. Black Usos love on TV. Focus on that booty, though. I looked into his eyes and saw nothing. That was pretty much her delivery. I mean, would have been your delivery too if you saw seven feet of crazy. <laughs> she was flashing back. But anyway, Naomi comes into the room. She promises that she won't stay backstage and isn't sorry for getting involved last week. She has a bad feeling about tonight's match. Jimmy says Jay will have his back. They'll win the titles on Friday, and tonight they'll take care of business. Don't worry. What you think about the, what you think about the handshake though? It was real ethnic. It made my heart smile. That's that black love, Vince. I'm proud of you putting black love on your show. See, because he doesn't know that those ones aren't black. Guess who says they aren't? I want them to do a 23andMe. He thinks they're he thinks they're Middle Eastern. That would make me happy. They should do 23andMe for all of them. Like, I want to find out are the Usos black. I want to find out how black you know Goldust is. Like, well, first of all, they're black. That's not even a question. But well, I yeah, have been calling Gold. Do they do they know that? Listen, I don't know how they missed it. Soon that they're curling that 3C hair. Like, what do you think <laughs> Any hoodle. I just think that would be a really interesting show. 
neither here nor there. You know, like, who do you think you are? We can find out if Elias really is related to Randy Savage. I'll t- I keep telling you, Dee. They look exactly like you're, you're giving away. You're giving away too many ideas for free, dear. You're going to have to keep those to yourself. Listen. Somebody's going to take your ideas and run with them. Make money. It's okay because I can sue because I got it on tape. My <laughs> idea. And I'll tell you that the WWE women are going to face off against the glow women on the drop the mic. They better oh. not They better not let Paige go up there because she'll get decimated. I mean, I would just prefer that over MMA bitches versus real wrestlers. I'll take what I can get. No shade. Anyway, the match happens. Jimmy heads up top and Rowan tosses him into the barricade. Rowan follows and runs Jimmy over. Naomi arrives for the distraction. Her distraction nope. is to do a dance and mm-hmm. shake that ass. Yeah, that, that will distract me every time. Just let, let, When let I tell know. you them seven feet of psycho, stop the mesmerized, looking like a young man at his first night at the strip club, all eyes. I was like, yes, Bludgeon Brothers, I just understand. Wide. It was That was one of the one distractions where it's like, mm-hmm, I sure do get it. That right there is facts. <laughs> now I understand why, why you were distracted that one time. Facts. I get it. So then that allows Jay to take a harbor and then it allows Jimmy to super kick Eric Rowan and roll him up for the win. They immediately do what they're supposed to do, which is what? Get the fuck out the ring <laughs> and back up the ramp. Good job, Naomi. Good job. That's a wife right there. That's a real one. Did you take your did you take your sip? Did I? I probably shouldn't. I probably shouldn't, but here we yeah, go. Yeah, we need her to finish the show. Oh, she already had a little stomach lift and she's still fat. Okay, anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Blinders, Dee Dee. We need them. This shit is so interesting. Okay, so next is the time for Carmella and Charlotte to come sign their backlash contract. Backlash is where all the women will fight because they can't go to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> so Renee's in the ring introducing everything. Carmella cuts off Renee and says, This is bullshit. Why would the champion ever have to come out before the challenger? Word to Don. She I like how she starts dancing and like Renee's like, Carmella, hey, hey, what's wrong with you? Hey, settle down. She's just going about her about her business dancing in the ring. Yeah. She's our own special star. She puts herself over, runs down the crowd, says she has no no appreciation for her celebration and highlight reel. So she's gonna do it again and demands a standing ovation. I didn't know they had changed the whole shit <laughs> like she had when it got the briefcase. I was like, that is Really, they did that. Well, I love that. Well, no, on the second, that's they showed the second match where she did get it by herself, not the first one. Remember the first oh, one? They had a rematch, right? Yeah, the rematch yeah. was on SmackDown, and that's what the that's the highlight that they showed. She had a rematch, Money in the Bank. Yeah, yeah because remember Ellsworth got the first one, and everybody was so mad, so they ran it back on SmackDown. Man, I drink a lot. <laughs> it was funnier when I thought they had just. Put her ass on the ladder. They do do stuff like that, but not this time. But that would have been funnier in this instance. But anyway, so they play it. She's not happy with the action. Threatens to play it again. They play it again. Charlotte interrupts. Carmella mocks Charlotte as Renee asks her to be professional and take a seat. Charlotte signs the paperwork and immediately topples the table over onto Carmella. And then her head, she was like, yeah, bitch. What? And uh, Carmella... You know, not settling down. It's kind of like when you're at graduation and they say, hold your applause until after everybody's name is called. Nobody's <laughs> doing that. Maybe if you go to a, a all-white graduation, they might adhere to those rules. <laughs> I've never been to one of those, so I don't know. Oh, okay. Next, All Lives Orton arrives and takes Jeff's match. 
Oh, he takes Jeff's match like Jeff took his match last week. So this is a this is a match with Chelsea Benjamin. Chelsea bails before the RKO. Orton follows him to the outside and suplexes Shelton onto the announce table. Back in the ring, a masked man attacks Hardy. <laughs> Orton RKO's the masked man, and that allows Shelton to hit Pater. I thought it was untried. Almost, because I don't know. All brown people look like But it was actually... Oh, I swear I did. I was like, who? Who was it, like, It was Sunil Singh, yeah. or the other one. Uh, it was one of them. So they, so they split them up. Okay, that's why they weren't together. No, one of them's brother. hurt. The other oh, brother's hurt. Okay. Ah. okay, then it was Sunil. So yeah, it was Sunil. And I was just like, mm, oh, got it. But hey, anyway. Man, the, brown, the brown people were sticking together, because Lord knows... That they have taken their fair share of abuse from Randy Orton, so yes, they have. They... On and watch, off. Watch, uh, watch Randy Orton next week come out and blame Andrade anyway, because we all look alike to him. <laughs> so any... would, probably would call ice on him to be quite honest. <laughs> Anytime the brown, the he couldn't brown come and... to the ring. He couldn't come to the ring tonight because he's being detained. The ice. brown and black guys can team up and get some beat down on all lives. Hey, that's a win in our book. Whoop that ass. I don't know if I mentioned it. Shelton hit the pay dirt for the win. Anyway, New Day meet with the bar. They steal some pancakes after telling them how much better they are than the New Day. Big E is very concerned about this bar and feeling very disrespected. There's a sanity video package. I missed it. Oh. Daniel Bryan is checked backstage by the trainers. He says he's good to go on Friday and at Backlash he will face Big Cass. He asked for the match, and Paige granted it to him. Next, there's a video of a promo from Samoa Joe's on his match at the Greatest Royal Rumble. He says he will win the title and watch Roman get decimated by Brock. But if, perchance, mayhap, Roman wins, he will take the Universal title as well. Your main event of the night is AJ, Carl, and Luke versus Shinsuke, Rusev, and Aiden English. AJ, because English... Styles, oh, words, cuts. They mean things, man. AJ cuts English off with a drop kick and hits a Pele kick on the Rusev. There's a hot tag to Gallows and he runs wild. There's a pump handle slam and a splash for two. Rusev posts Anderson, allowing Nakamura to Kinshasa. Gallows for the win. Afterwards, AJ attacks Nakamura, but Nakamura goes fist. Why does it say fist to Cox? <laughs> Did it mean fist to Cox? No, Probably. it's exactly what it was. Fist to cock. Really? Low blow. Oh, oh, a low blow. Child, I was like, what? I've never heard of that term. I'm so I, think I, I think I turned it off halfway. That's why Whoa, I didn't see this. It's kind of so inappropriate. Okay, Nakamura goes for a low blow for the third time. He looks for a Kinshasa, but Anderson takes the bullet for AJ. After a few minutes, he hits another one as AJ watches in pain because he still has not put on a cup. And that is how your SmackDown ends for the week. So here's the million dollar question, Didi. Yes. What you think yes, about yes, the yes, remix? Yes. Nakamura's I mean, music. It's a remix. I'm not a fan, but then I heard that he said he was sick and tired of people singing along to his shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, come on, Hill remix. I live. I still prefer the first one, though. Would it be funny if you said it just like that? I'm tired of y'all singing my shit. They, uh... I mean, he probably would accept no speaky English. <laughs> I love Nakamura. He is my kind of petty. Hill Nakamura is off the chart. It's it's at another it's funny level. We just, just cut all his promos from here on in Japanese, just yeah. to be a dick. The music is cool. They uh, put some lyrics over it, and they took out the melody part that everybody sings that everybody was humming along to. So it's like more hardcore rockish, rapish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty mm-hmm. good. I like it. 
Okay, Didi. So, uh, how many sheets for this week's SmackDown? Um, three. <laughs> this is out of three. This is out of out of five. It's all the way live, huh? Yeah, three out of three. They right. did. They did what they were supposed to do. Did you, Sam? Did you watch this? I paid. I paid attention to like half of it, and then I just turned it off because I was doing other things. One point five for you? Probably. Yeah, out of three. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll give it three. I was thoroughly entertained. It's just two for two for SmackDown after the Superstar Shakeup. So good for them. Shakedown. Well, this is. Are we moving on to NXT now? Yes, we are. Is it so? This is where I get off. <laughs> All right. Any shout outs? Thank you. Well, first off, um, you guys can listen to the 200th episode of the Geeks of Color podcast. It's up on the uh, CSPN feed now as we speak. So go listen to that. We talk about a myriad of topics, including the, uh, the they're working on Gremlins 3, which is great. Because that's something that I've been wanting since high school, to be honest. But, but yeah, there's some other topics on there, including we break down a Old Country Buffet training video from 1993. And uh, so, yeah, so go listen to that. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to Classic. Shout out to Lady Nikki. And that's pretty much it. I am out of here. All right, Sam. Hopefully we'll get a chance to talk to you next week as we review right. the greatest Royal Rumble. The Oil Rumble. All right, later. <laughs> All right. This week's show is being sponsored and brought to you by Amazon.com. Go to CSPN.us, click on the menu tab, scroll down, support the podcast tab, click on Amazon, do your shopping as you normally would, give some of that money back to us here at the CSPN so we can keep the WrestleCast and all the podcasts here on the network free each and every week. So CSPN and Amazon.com do it today. As we get into NXT, the Undisputed Era come out. They got all the gold. Adam Cole gets on the microphone and brags about all the gold. He claims that NXT has made it their mission to prevent this from happening, but it happened anyway. Bobby Fish speaks next. He says they were thrown to the wolves at war games and in in New Orleans, but they're always one step ahead. Roderick Strong speaks next, and he addresses why he turned on Pete Dunne. His buddies pat him on the back for it, and he says that he did something for himself for once by making the decision he did at TakeOver. Roddy says Dunne would have eventually turned on him because he only cares about the UK title, while the Undisputed Era are willing to take bullets for one another. He realized during the tag team title match and knows that they can take over NXT together. Kyle O'Reilly says that they're tired of being backed into a corner and they can't be stopped. They're leaving everyone else in the dust. And then Adam Cole finishes off the promo by saying he's going to defend his North American title on his own the same way he won it. He doesn't need any help to beat Oni Lorcan. So our NXT (laughs) North American Championship match between Adam Cole, baby. And Orny Lorcan. Orny suplexes Adam Cole onto the top rope because Adam Cole still has his ribs all taped up from uh, the ladder match. And he's, you know, he hangs him out on the hangs him out to dry. Orny goes up top, but the undisputed error comes out with the trainer. Kyle O'Reilly throws up the X with his hands, like the you know, referees do when the wrestlers are injured. But on the other side of the ring, Radic Strong comes in and drops Orny Lorcan back first onto the apron. Then Roddy runs to the other side of the ring where uh, Adam Cole is and tell Adam, tells Adam Cole that he's okay. They roll Adam Cole back in the ring. Adam Cole hits the last shot, and he retains the North American Championship. Strong and O'Reilly jump Orny Lorcan after the bell. Danny Burch rushes out to make the save for his partner. He does well until eating a super kick from Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> now, this was a really good match. Undisputed Era really starting to hit their stride. Um, adding Roderick Strong to the mix is definitely taking them up a notch. 
he cut a really good promo talking about um you know doing something for himself and all that stuff so that was a really fun match only Lurkin's a really good wrestler so um we get a vignette that runs to hype Shayna baszler and her title run she says that she um the women's division is a race for second place because nobody is beating her then we get clips of Candice LeRae beating Zelina Vega from last week. And next week, Candice LeRae takes on Mabu, Bianca Belair. And then that leads into a vignette to showcase Bianca Belair, the EST of NXT. Mm. Yeah, it was, it was a really good one, too. Uh, Heavy Machinery versus Riddick Moss and Tino Sabatelli. Moss goes to tag out, but Tino hops off the apron and backs up the ramp and leaves. That leaves Moss to fall to the trash compactor. After the match, Heavy Machinery call out the War Raiders for attacking them a few weeks ago, and uh, Heavy Machinery puts them on notice that they're coming for the War Raiders. We get a video package that um, hypes the rest of the women's division. They talk about Shayna. We get uh, Nikki Cross says that she'll be the champion. Aaliyah mentions something about Shayna riding some sort of coattails of her famous friends, and Kari Sane says that she knows the secret to Shayna's weakness. Dakota Kai is interviewed about an incident with Shayna at the Performance Center. She looks frightened and upset and says that she doesn't want to talk about it. Shayna enters the picture and Dakota cowers. Shayna demands that she looks at her. She says that Dakota left her home country to chase her dreams, only to find a women's division run by her as Dakota's worst nightmare. We get a Kona Reeves vignette, and he will debut next week. Then we get another women's package, and this time we have Lacey Evans, and she says that she's been through worse than a bully before. Vanessa Bourne says that she could beat Shayna, and Candice LeRae says that she has the heart, which Shayna lacks. Next week, we get a, a, a promoting a match between the Street Profits and TM61, and Pete Dunne also faces Roderick Strong. We have our main event, our NXT Championship match between Aleister Black and Johnny Wrestling. Johnny Gargano comes out for the match, only to get jumped from behind by Tommaso Ciampa. Ciampa throws him over the announce table and continues the beating. He stands on the table and looks for the air raid crash, but Gargano gets free and super kicks him. He leaps off of the table with a crossbody and continues to brawl. Ciampa kicks him away, but, Bar- but Gargano hops back on the ramp. They trade shots on the stage until Ciampa and his eye patch kick Gargano low. He charges and knees Gargano in the head into the LED screen. Officials come out to prevent any further damage, or so we think. Ciampa gives Johnny the air raid crash off the stage, and Gargano is laid out through some broken tables. Candice LeRae comes out to check on him as EMTs bring out the stretcher and load him up and wheel Johnny Gargano out of the arena. Aleister Black walks out to the ring. He gets on the mic. It seems like he was going to call out Ciampa for his, uh, you know, to be his competition for tonight. But Sanity's music hits and Eric Young says Gargano meant hope, but chaos took that away tonight. Out of the chaos, they will find greatness and sanity. Black shuts him up by asking if he was looking for the NXT title and if so, they could do this right now. So we get an NXT championship match between Aleister Black and Eric Young. Eric Young goes for the flying elbow, but uh, Aleister Black crotches Young, and they fight towards the ground. Young escapes the apron by slipping under Black, but Aleister Black hits the Black Mask, and Aleister Black retains the title. After the match, Alexander Wolfe runs in, and he eats a Black Mask. Killian Dane fights with Black for a little while, but he also meets the same fate as he gets caught with the Black Mask, and Aleister Black remains supreme. So, uh, this was a really good uh, NXT. They had, like, the the Tommaso Ciampa beatdown was excellent. Just excellent. DD, you would love it. 
when they show really? him, yeah when they show him getting wheeled out when they show the ambulance leaving you know they have the like <laughs> nxt transfer truck you know out mm-hmm. there in the back and tomasa champa's like standing on the top of the transfer truck watching the ambulance take johnny gargano out to the hospital after he done beat him up oh it was good stuff really good cool. stuff yeah he's he's your heel that that you would like really love <laughs> you, you know how uh johnny gargano calls himself johnny wrestling yes Tommaso Ciampa is calling himself Tommy Entertainment, like sports yeah. entertainment. <laughs> so, my kind of patty. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. So, that's this week's WrestleCast, Miss Didi Jone. We have reviewed uh, or previewed rather uh, the greatest Royal Rumble that will take place this Friday. Please use the hashtag RumbleCast the Great this weekend when you watch. Whenever you do watch, there's no set time for a live tweet. Uh, this weekend so just whenever you watch it just use the hashtag and we'll see it and retweet um, and we reviewed everything that happened in uh, WWE proper this week so um, there was a impact takeover uh, or pay-per-view over the weekend they did have a couple of title changes uh, Scott Steiner is a is a tag team champion y'all and he actually did the Frankensteiner at 55 and uh, he didn't hurt anybody so that was good uh, he was also on a show with Petey Williams, and uh, Petey Williams was cutting an interview about how he could win his match, and he actually broke into the Scott Steiner math, and Scott Steiner kind of interrupted the the promo to listen to it, so that was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> and uh, Pentagon Jr. is the new champion at Impact as he defeated Austin Aries in a triple threat between Austin Aries, Pentagon, and Ray Phoenix. So, Oh, but I like Austin Aries. Yeah, so Austin Aries has been defeated is no longer is an impact champion. So that's coming some of the standouts uh, from that particular show. I haven't really got a chance to watch them yet. I'm going to maybe try to make some time here in the next couple of weeks, kind of see what they got going on from all accounts. It's much better than it has been in a long time. So I think I'll give it a shot. Nice. I, well, I have RuPaul's Drag Race to watch tomorrow, but for the other hour, no, it's two hours now. Yeah. I have RuPaul's Drag Race to watch tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Is there any shout outs and thank yous? Yeah, man. Um, thank you to Greg, Sam, you, April, because it's her birthday. We had um, a birthday brunch and we ended up talking a lot about wrestling. And I had to walk her through her feelings about all lives for it and how he's problematic and we don't like him anymore. But she has moved over to Nakamura, so everything's wonderful on her part. Um, shout out to the chairman. Shout out to Mel, because, yeah, highs and lows, man, highs and lows. But she met the lady who wrote Harry Potter. So at least she had a hell of a high. So there's that. Um, Shout out to, I don't know, good things, great things, happy things, alcohol, liquor, you know, wine. Shout Shout out to Wink. Please use our code. And yeah, that's it. All right. I'd like to give a shout out to Miss Didi Jonet, my SmackDown Matters correspondent. Give a shout out to Sam and Greg for joining us and helping us re- uh, preview uh, the greatest Royal Rumble. I'd like to give a shout out to the chairman for all the hard work he's going to do 
putting the show together and the parting promo. Give a shout out to Mel because Mel always gets shout outs. Give a shout out to all the podcasters and podcasts here on CSPN. Give a shout out to the Glow and the Wrestle Bays and everybody who shows up and to the live tweets each and every week. Rawcast, Raw SmackDown Matters, NXT Cast. Again, the hashtag will be Rumblecast the Great, just like Juvie the Great. So <laughs> if you, you know, are kind of confused on how to spell it, if you're familiar with that awesome album, then you'll know exactly how we're spelling the for um this particular hashtag so please join us like i said there won't be a specific time just whenever you watch it whenever you tweet about it use the hashtag and we'll make sure that there's a thread and everything that everybody gets to see them so please join us whenever you watch it it's going to be like a basically like a second wrestlemania so um it should be a lot of fun even though it's going to be about five or six hours so oh shout out to the marvel cinematic universe oh yeah because somebody's I'm going. going at 325 they should be playing Mark Henry's theme song. <laughs> when I tell you all them niggas is going to get got. Somebody going to get their wigs. As long as Bucky lives, oh. I can deal with the rest. Oh. He was probably one of the ones I was thinking was going to be in the uh, expired Hell no. category. That dude is the white wolf. He ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Look, I just learned about him like right at the end of Black Panther. But he is the white wolf. I, yeah, Iron People Man live. is going to get sure thumped not gonna past know Pluto. Listen, <laughs> I have a I have a bad feeling in my spirit for Okoye and Mbaku, but I'ma just hold it and hope for the best. Yeah, Space Debo's about to fuck some shit up. He is going to get everybody out the motherfucking paint. He about to send Wanda to meet her twin. He about to get Vision the fuck up out of here. These are not spoilers. I don't know. I just, it just don't seem like it's good for nobody. Mm-mm, nobody. Only safe. person I know gonna make it is Black Panther and Peter Parker. That's all I got. Everybody else is up in the air like, shh, like who the fuck knows? And hell, they might kill him too. And then they just resurrect him because that's what you can do in good movies. Like everybody could die. Everybody could. Yo, nigga. Could be like a nuclear everybody could scenario, die. right? Everybody mm-hmm. could die. And then they could use the time stone to put it back in reverse and fix it, bitch. Yeah, I'm just saying things that happen. <laughs> Who knows what they're doing in these comic book movies? Well, I hope you enjoy your 325 screening. Are you gonna dress up or anything? Wear a shirt? Nah, I'm I'm fake going to work that day, so I gotta at least look like I was doing work before I left. Oh, okay, all right. Well, yeah. Unless I wear my bootio shirt. Shout out! Oh yeah, that's cool. Shout out to everybody that's gonna watch Infinity Wars between shirt. Thursday and Thursday and Friday late night. Screenings. I won't. I won't break the. I won't break the um embargo because. I saw the little video on Twitter that said shut the fuck up and I thought it was so cute and so I'm going to do what they want and I'm not going to say but I'm going to be like who saw the movie and I'll be like I got to text you (laughs) I got to get these thoughts out yeah yeah definitely going to be like hard for people to hold it in this is the kind of thing you like have to go watch it and then go meet for drinks after like got to yeah or watch it with a gang of people so y'all can immediately have the talking session and when I tell you I'm watching it with nobody, unless I like go up in that theater and make friends, which probably likely possible, it's possible. Yeah. Listen, I have one in the office. I can always get tipsy and then go watch the movie. <laughs> but then it's like the comfy seats, and then what if I fall asleep? It's a thing. It could be a thing. Yes, Who knows? Be. Oh, I know. I can text the chairman because I know he's going to see it. He's oh, not yeah. with he's going, Saturday. He's going to he's going to go see it tomorrow night. Yeah, I I thought. Yeah, there you anyway, go. this don't got nothing to do with nothing. I'll talk to the chairman about it. All right. Yeah. So for Samuel Kalunga, Magnum Prime, Mr. Greg, and our SmackDown correspondent, Ms. Didi Jonay, 
I'm Don Delorente. This has been episode 182 of the WrestleCast. Please stay tuned for the parting pro. We were handpicked as the crown jewels of this show by none other than Stephanie McMahon. What you're saying right now is probably rubbing our guests the wrong way. We've talked about this. Right, and I'm sorry I get carried away. You're right. You know, tonight's about new beginnings, fresh starts. So as a token of appreciation for our guests, we actually came up with a little song. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, just like we practice. Just like we practice, right. buddy. Start us off. <clears throat> and a one, and a two, and a one, two, three, four. You suck. You suck. You suck. You suck. You suck. Now everybody sing along, and let's welcome our Raw General Manager, Kurt Angle. Well, I wouldn't quit your day jobs. Kurt's just obviously still a little better about last week, and why wouldn't he? I can't blame him. We got off on the wrong foot. And besides, I, I'd probably be better as well if somewhere in Stamford, Connecticut, my boss had my manhood in a little jar. Of course, we're kidding. Kurt, we're kidding. Look, everybody has disagreements with their bosses. I mean, take a look at us on SmackDown. We were smack dab in the middle of... Uh, what I guess you could call a uh, toxic uh, work environment? Oh, yeah. It, 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 it came to the point where we were practically victims of an outright conspiracy at the hands of none other than, than Shane McMahon. Yeah. Yeah. Needless to say, he had a personal vendetta with both of us. Yeah, that's why I had to take matters into my own hands. Mm. Or should I say head and crack the skull of none other than you may have heard of him, Mr. McMahon. This is 
Monday Night Raw. And I would love to repay you guys tonight as well. So tonight, you're going to have a tag team match. And your opponents will be Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman. Oh my goodness.